Hello, everybody, and welcome to the culmination of all the bad decisions in your life. <laughs> Hopefully, the decision to watch or listen to this podcast is among the better bad decisions. If it's not, well, then fuck you. <laughs> but nevertheless, today I'm joined by a dope b-boy, popper, hip-hop dancer, and tattoo artist. My man, Mr. Lowdown, <laughs> 7 what's what up? What up, what up, what up? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, dude? Chilling, you know. Oh yeah, and we're, this is the first um, yeah. drunk episode. Cheers. I guess. Taking sips of this IPA. I forget where I got this. It's pretty good, actually. It's um. Roost oh, it's a Roostal. Yeah, it's from Sack. It's a Sack. Dixon. Brand. Yeah, they gr- they ha- they grow the- they grow all their hops like in Dixon. Oh, right dope. There. So, anyways, local. that's support local. Support <laughs> that's what we local. do. Yeah. So you are a local of. Uh, uh, what Anchorage, Alaska, right? Yep. Okay, and then you came to, um, to where was it? Che- no, Redding. Oh, Redding. Yeah, yeah. You're in Redding for a long time, then eventually made your way to Sacramento. Can you tell me a little bit about like how your uh, your introduction to hip hop came? I mean, obviously it was in in Alaska, but which I imagine not a lot of Eskimos okay. Yeah. So the floor. my first experience with hip hop. It was, uh, let's see, 96, I believe. Oh, I, we didn't even have a name for it yet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So anyway, my cousin was like, hey, stay after school today. You know, it was middle school. Hey, stay after school. Let's go to my uh, my buddy's house. We're going to break. I'm like, what? Mm. What's that? Right? And he was my older cousin. So, you know, I just wanted to go, you know, kick it with him. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do that. Went over there. They had the cardboard box set up, <laughs> like, yeah, on the grass in the front lawn, oh, basically. Dang. And, uh, yeah, one of the homies was just spinning, you know, doing windmills. And okay. that was the first time I was a little kid, probably, what, like, 12, maybe? Okay. And, you know, seeing that, I was, like, I was just amazed, you know. It's a little cyclone just spinning. I was like, damn. And, and I just had to figure out how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I remember real. seeing footage of you when you were super young, like 13 or something. I feel like. Yeah. Somewhere on, online. I'll have to find it and put it in this video, actually. But. <laughs> I remember you had like some crazy good windmills as like a 13 year old or something. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> one of the moves that we practiced a lot just to try to master, you know? Okay. Yeah. Did you guys do that to get warm in uh, uh, Alaska? I mean, it, it, it was a warm up move for sure, <laughs> but yeah, we, we had to find creative ways to stay warm for sure. Yeah. We're like two or three different jackets sometimes. Now, is it always dark, like, or whatever? Like, you guys got long day, days of darkness? Yes. In the winter, man, it's like. It gets dark, 4 p.m. It's like pitch black, you know. Oh, dang, okay. Yeah, it gets light. I mean, you still get sunlight, you know. Sun comes up around like 9 a.m. Okay. Yeah, when you go to school, it's dark though. <laughs> I, I feel like I heard somewhere that in some areas of Alaska, it's just like dark for. The yeah, whole day I think up there in like Barrow or something. They get, they get Is that like, like really north. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it'd be so weird to live out there for me because, you know, I feel like. You know, you start uh, your day off like in the, the pitch black, and then it's like. Yeah, you, yeah. I remember getting up for school. You have to, you know, get ready, get out there like at least half an hour early to start your car, and you leave it running. You know, because back mm. then it was okay <laughs> to leave your car running outside, mm. and then yeah, you go inside, do your thing or whatever, and you come out, and then hopefully the car is warm by then, <laughs> and it's not all foggy. I remember sometimes. Like the, the the windshield would be so frosted that I would have to just look out like a little tiny hole, you know, driving oh, down the yeah, street. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you had to scrape it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I bet you got some cracked windshields pretty often. Yeah, and yeah, there's a lot of cracked windshields up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's so freaking cold out. I don't know. I've never been to Alaska. I'm so, so it's I'm cool. Just you like, should visit, but I recommend going in the summer. Yeah, the summertime. It looks. It looks. It nice. looks like that painting right there. <laughs> That's uh, Yosemite, yep. I think. Actually, yeah, it's, it's similar to that. You see the mountain ranges, you see the sky. You know, uh -huh. it's, yeah. it's it's beautiful. My mom painted that actually. I think when she was. That's dope. Know, young. I think she was in her 20s, maybe young. 20s. That's dope. Yeah. But so, well, so anyways, so from Alaska, um, you moved to Redding at like around what age? So, so when I, the, okay, well, we were in Redding before Alaska, actually. So oh, really? We, yeah, okay. we lived in Redding for like a few years, mm. you know, and then uh, in 94, I remember I was like nine. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, we moved up to Alaska and I was there for, uh, all up to 98 and then i moved back to reading because my family decided to move back to you know california and i was i moved back br briefly for like a year or so and mm -hmm. i was like you know what I'm, i'd rather go back up to alaska and f you know finish school up there mm -hmm. because all my homies and my friends are up there oh, okay. so i went back up up there and i was living with my older sister at that time mm -hmm. yeah and then and then uh after 2002 moved back to reading for like three years and then Moved to SAC in 2005, and, yeah, and I've been here ever since. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember when I met you, I was like probably 15 or 16, and we were doing yeah. some shitty freaking breakdance show at uh, the California State Fair. It was me, Vince, and Chai, and like Rodney was Rodney, there. I, think, I remember. Yeah, there was a bunch of like young SAC kids. And we were just trying to do the, like a dope show, and it was like you know the worst show ever. And like you showed up, and we're like, "Who's this Asian dude?" And you just started like killing it, like with all these one-handed halos. And we're like, "Oh shit, Man, I this like random dude just smoked us so bad." I didn't know you guys were performing. To be real, I thought it was a cipher. I'll just yeah. That's I'll, how I, shitty I the show was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember we, we were walking around the fair. I walked mm -hmm. into the exhibit, the art exhibit, right? Yeah, yeah. and then. That was the first time I seen Cali B voice, you know. That's oh really? Yeah, Cali B voice, and the mm. first time I seen air flares in real life, and it was Rodney. Yeah, flying. Rodney had air flares. Yeah. That dude was flying. I was like, that was oh the only shit. dope round we did. I was like, finally, you know, I, I, I see some Cali B boys, and yeah. I was like, well, they're getting down. I was like, you know, fuck this, I break too, you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, yeah. Jumped in there, started breaking. Yeah, yeah and then met Chai, mm -hmm. and then to come to find out, you know, he was Mian too. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's yeah. True. And then we, yeah. The Mian connection, and then you moved to SAG. Yeah, dope. So. In all that time, were you also drawing too? Man, drawing has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. for as long as I can remember, I've been, you know, drawing. Mm. So you think like, I guess like, when did you start really taking it seriously? Because obviously you're like a successful like tattoo artist and you know coming up in that whole world now. And I mean, as far as taking it serious, I try not to take it serious. Oh, you know? okay. it's, it's, <laughs> why why is but, that? I mean, just just so I can have fun with it, you know. Mm, but okay. the tattooing part is very serious, but the drawing part is just, you know, mm. I just try to have as much fun with it because, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you want to you wanna let, uh, like, I guess, uh, I mean, what's great about art is that it's kind of like a playful uh, yeah, thing. You, you to, don't want to force it. You don't yeah. want to force it, yeah, I mean, but you want to explore all the little ideas you end up having and so if you're taking it too seriously you're probably not going to explore those areas yeah right? but sometimes you do have to you know focus and get, get the work done mm -hmm. but for the most part when i'm drawing for myself I, I just try to have fun with it yeah i mean definitely when you have any kind of art type of career you, you have to for sure have like a separation between like play time and like 
work time. Exactly. So how do you, I guess how do you do that in 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 the, the tattoo world? Uh, I mean, you know, just making sure you, you keep it professional because mm-hmm. you know, for one, you're, you're dealing with people and you're going to be marking them and leaving a mark on them for life. Mm. You know? So you definitely got to take that part serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I want to come back to that, but uh, so uh, so like. Is, do you have, like, moments when you have to switch between those? Like, so, like, what I'm imagining, like, say I came to you to get a tattoo, and I said, okay, I want to have, like, a bunch of butterflies and flowers or whatever. Okay. And you're like, okay, but what does that even mean? And I say, oh, just I want I want something dope. What, yeah. what would you do at that point? And then I'll just try to draw the dopest flowers and butterflies for you. But so, like, you would immediately go into, like, creative mode, right? And, like, yeah, start I'll start looking at, like, w- w- the placement, like, w- where you want to get it, you know, okay. how big and, you know. Like, I want to get it on uh, my ass cheek. I'm my like, left ass cheek full of butterflies. And I'm going to have to tax you a little extra, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> for that? No. <laughs> oh, shit. The, the, I mean. <laughs> I'm down for any price. I know, right? Uh, I'm like, <laughs> this is hypothetical. I, but I, I got an, an, a bottomless bag. Shoot, if you're serious, drop the deposit. Let's do this shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. maybe not on my ass cheek, yeah. but I'm trying to get a face tattoo. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for your first tattoo. Yeah, you know, but I mean, if it comes down to it, if that's what you really, really want, and it means something to you, mm-hmm. then yeah, we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so once, so you, so once you, 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 you cue into like what, uh, where it's gonna be. So then you start going, okay, like the shape of this body part or whatever is gonna be good for like this, you know, yeah, set of flowers uh, or whatever. I, I try to like consider all of it, you know. Yeah, mainly like placement does play like a big role in it, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to make it like, you know, decorative and make it look good on the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because that's because that's essentially like your canvas, and you have like a three-dimensional canvas. Yeah. Right. And so you're over here, uh, you know. I guess now working with a three-dimensional canvas and trying to get the coolest thing. And when someone gives you free reign to kind of do whatever you want, um, are you taking chances now? Like, because I, I imagine, right? So I say I want a bunch of butterflies on my ass cheek, and you go, okay. Let me let me play with this for like a little while, like a few days or whatever, or maybe a week. Or well, whatever, um, come yeah. up with some ideas. If you're saying free reign, then yeah, then I'll just you know draw it however I feel like it's gonna be the best for the tattoo for the okay. placement. But if it's like, you know, a lot of times you know people will kind of have like a couple of references or like tattoos that mm. they saw that they liked. Okay. And then they'll like you know submit those, and then I would work based off of it, but drawing it the way I want to make it. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so you have a lot of, like, artistic creativity. Sometimes, sometimes. Creative reign over it, I guess. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, now, when someone comes in for the first time saying they want a tattoo, and do you do you have, like, a go-to kind of, a, a like, spot for that? Or um, it, No, usually they already have an idea of what they want and where they want it. So if it's something that I feel like I'm going to do a good job on, then mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, but if I, if the idea isn't going to work and I, or I know that it's not going to look good over time, mm. then I try to like, like, you know, I, I, and kindly tell them that it's not going to work and like okay. ask them if there's anything else they want to get, you know, because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I want them to have a good tattoo, you know, that they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, love for the rest of their life. Yeah. You know? And you don't want to put your name on something that's whack, right? Exactly. I mean, do you ever, has anyone ever come in and been like, I want a face tattoo. I want it to just say like, you know, uh, 
penis or something on above their eyebrow and you're just like, uh, bro, no, I've you're done in the a, wrong spot. I've done a couple face tattoos, but usually they're like, you know, something meaningful for them. Okay. You know, I did like someone's kid's name, mm. you know, like a yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just like some symbolism, things like that, you know. So have you ever turned down a tattoo? Yeah, I turn down. Okay. Yeah, I turn. Yeah, turn down tattoos all the time. And if I feel like it's not gonna work or like it's not gonna look good, mm. or it's not like my style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> that. That's yeah. that's kind of what I'm asking is if it's not your style and you just like get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I just say no. I'm not taking no appointments at this time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if I so obviously I don't have any tattoos because I don't know shit about tattoos. But um, if uh, I if I was to get a, a tattoo. Um, what would you say I should start with? Man, you should start by looking up, you know, like tattoos that, and, and like finding out what you like, you know, what, what you think looks good on on your body. You know, that's like all personal now, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah, you have to discover that for yourself. No, you knowing me, what do you think I should get? I mean, I know you, you got Japanese roots, so mm -hmm. I think like. You know, stuff, you know, within that realm would look good or, you know, but in, I like all the styles. I think they all could look dope. It just depends. You know, you got to give me like, you can't, you can't just be like, oh, what do you think I should get? I don't know. That's all that's <laughs> up to you. No, I, yeah. know, I know. Okay. Yeah. That's tight. Okay. Um, I was just curious because I don't have any tattoos, but I've been thinking about yeah. getting some. I mean, like, you know, you could get small little tattoos that are just kind of like in the moment but have a lot of memory behind it mm -hmm. like this you know i know a lot yeah. of people that just go somewhere and it's like they want to remember like a, tr a yeah, vacation like a, or something exactly. until they just get a like yeah. a random tattoo it's like a trinket you know yeah they'll like not even have anything in mind and they'll just go in the place and be like okay that smiley face yeah put exactly it, you know, put it on my arm yeah a lot of times you know it's not even about the art sometimes it's about just the memory mm. and the meaning you know for the person who's getting it because mm. everybody gets tattooed for different reasons yeah yeah mm. okay that makes sense oh, that's that's cool because i yeah i never really thought of a tattoo like that but it it makes a lot of sense when someone explained it to me yeah. So do you see like in the tattoo community, do you see it any similarities between that and like the hip hop world? There are some, you know, I mean, it's, you know, they got their, you know, in, in breaking and in you know, tattooing, there's still the, you know, their politics, you know, mm. their cliques. And then so you got like crews, crews, battling mm, kind of. And then you got like, <laughs> you know, there's like, the separation of styles, you know, okay. so yeah, you have all that. Like, is there, I guess, since um, I imagine there's a lot of people that roll through and go, okay, I want this type of tattoo. I've seen it on this dude or this girl and it looks like this. Can you do this on me? And I imagine if this was in the b-boy world, they'd be like, no, I don't bite. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, is there that in, in so, the tattoo community? There is. Yes. Okay. Some people, unfortunately, they will do that. Okay. I'm against it. I always thought it was kind of whack to chase someone else's tattoo mm -hmm. and then slap it on someone else. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But so what I would do then is I, I would just redraw it. And then so that way, at least mm -hmm. it'll have, you know, my <laughs> movement on mm -hmm. it. But just try to capture the essence of what they were originally looking for. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. OK. So, it, yeah. So I guess like if you wanted like a certain like, say, a lily flower or whatever, you wouldn't just trace it. You'd go, OK. Yeah. It what is a better yeah i mean it depends on the style right? too because they yeah. uh, like you know there is a you know like the black and gray realism or just realism in general where mm -hmm. you know you're just trying to copy a picture you know and a lot of times unfortunately you know everyone's using the same reference off of google you know so mm -hmm. okay but i mean 
for me now, I've, I've been kind of taking some photos, you know, of uh, mm -hmm. my own references. So that way okay. I could give my clients like a, you know, original <laughs> yeah, yeah, piece that I no see. one will ever, ever, ever have. It's funny because uh, when we went to your house that one day in Oakland, mm -hmm. I took a picture of some of those roses outside and actually oh, yeah. tattooed one on someone. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I, because I, 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 I look yeah. at your Instagram all the time and it, it seems like you do a lot of like roses and stuff. And yeah, man. Flowers make dollars. Flowers <laughs> no. make dollars. <laughs> no, I've always felt like, I mean, flowers is a very common, you know, subject yeah. matter in tattooing. And, you know, most of the time if, if done, you know, right, they look good on the body. So mm -hmm. that's why a lot of people get flowers. What's your favorite thing to tattoo, actually? My favorite thing to tattoo. I like tattooing, you know, chrysanthemums. <laughs> okay. The, in the Japanese style with like, you know, bold mm -hmm. lines. That's mm -hmm. definitely one of my favorite things. I like, you know, tattooing script lettering. That was one of the first oh, okay. things that I, I like kind of wanted to learn when I first got in just because I was like, man, you know what? It looks dope on the body to me, you know, <laughs> to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I got more into it, you know, I guess I kind of got like, learned to appreciate more of like the like traditional style tattooing mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, especially like, you know, Japanese traditional and yeah. even like the new school styles. Everything's dope to me. I think it's all dope. Mm -hmm. So I always feel like there's so much to learn. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know too much about tattoos, but like I see that there's like different countries or what or cultures just have these like certain styles of tattoos i mean obviously there's like the the japanese like yakuza type of tattoo um and then there's like the sailor kind of ones I oh see. yeah yeah and yeah. Then there's like i don't know i mean there's like i feel like someone broke this down to me at one point in my life but it's like it's, i see all these different styles and i'm curious if that's actually like something that uh like tattoo artists like look at or is it just they just consider it as a complete art um, I mean, we, well, I do. I look at like the, all the older like t tattoos and yeah. stuff just to kind of like, you know, see what has been done throughout history and what works and what holds up over time, mm -hmm. you know, because I feel like all those old school tattoos still look good today, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all on your taste at that point, you know, just mm -hmm. like some, some people like top rocking, listening to just straight up funk and some people like to do power moves, you know? Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. like, yeah. Now, do they mix styles though? Yeah, there's, a, there's some successful, you know, tattoos that's been, you know, done that way where it's mixed. Or, like, sometimes, you know, you'll have a collector who collects different styles on them and, like, mm -hmm. their whole body becomes just, like, you know, a, a, like a, like a yeah, bodysuit. Yeah, like a yeah. mural with a whole bunch of different styles and it looks dope, you know? So, yeah, there's some people yeah. I've seen that just have tattoos all over their body and I'm like, man, some of those must have <laughs> hurt so much. Like, oh, yeah, they hurt. Like some shit that's like... I heard that part's not bad. I don't have really? nothing there yet, but I heard that part's not bad. Or like here, I mean, I feel like that would probably hurt. Mm. Or like, I mean, dude, like anywhere probably below oh, no. like... I think you got to just get a tattoo and then you'll, you'll, I mean, you'll I figure guess, out. Yeah. Like, what, do, what the fuck do I know? You'll, you'll, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look, you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll be I all right. I just imagine like getting stabbed with needles. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's like a slow cat scratch. Or if your dog okay. ever scratched you before or something, it's like a, a, like a little hot scrape, you know, that mm -hmm. just keeps moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the line part. But then when you shade, it's, it feels a little bit lighter, but then you have to go over the same area sometimes. So. Mm. I see. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like, it hurts, but you'll survive. That's mm -hmm. for sure. So are there like any tattoo crews? Tattoo crews? I mean, like each shop is like a crew in itself, oh, you know? So, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, and, but it's definitely not like how, you know, for, for us, it would be in breaking because you kind of grew up 
with each other and you know danced around each other mm -hmm. i think that would be very rare to see in the tattoo crew where like people actually grew up <laughs> tattooing together yeah, yeah and uh, they stayed together as a crew usually they'll like break up and everybody owns their own shops and stuff you know yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. well because i know that they they do tattoo conventions and stuff and it's like oh yep a lot of like big famous uh, artists will come through and stuff and i'm just curious if there's any like you get into those ones and it's like oh damn it's uh you know whatever uh, swift of uh yeah, yeah. Of, uh, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they got some legends that you know, uh -huh. yeah, that be up in the uh, conventions and stuff. It's dope. It's dope to be around, you know. Actually, you should go check them out next time. You know, whenever things open back up. Yeah. I, I think know. my favorite one is a uh, Bay Area Tattoo Convention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's usually like in SF over there, like kind of by the airport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, like going back to breaking. Um, I guess. Because obviously, like, you're a creative person. You, you, you know, you do uh, uh, tattooing, you do drawing, you do a lot of art. Um, like, what creatively inspires you? Man, creatively inspires me. That's like, I don't know. I, I like to do things, you know. I like to make things. I want to, like, I don't want to just not do anything. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of makes me want to, yeah. Like, just push myself, I guess. That's what inspires me and like other people doing it you know other human beings out here you know making shit happen you know that's inspiring mm -hmm. inspiring to me <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah who, so who is there anybody in particular that like really inspires you that like getting stuff done and i mean making big moves uh i get inspired by a lot of people but you're thinking like you know I mean, I, could, I guess I'll go back to the very beginning, like when I even like decided to go on this journey of tattooing. Mm -hmm. It would be when I saw uh, Nico Hurtado's work. Okay. He's a uh, color realism artist, you know, world renowned. But I think he posted, this is when Instagram first came out. Mm -hmm. He posted like a Batman, like it's done super nice, you know, it looked like a fucking real, you know, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, portrait, you know, in, in yeah. color. And I was like, damn, you know, I didn't know this was possible, you know. And then, yeah, I was like, this is what I want to do. So, the, but before then, you know, I watched like the, uh, you know, like the tattoo shows on TV, like mm. the Miami Inks and LA Inks. And those are cool too. You know, those kind of inspired me because I was like, man, I never really seen like quality work until then, mm -hmm. you know, and I was just like, when I saw it, I was like, man, maybe I could do that someday, you know? And, uh, so that's when it kind of just got into my mind. But when I saw that Nico piece, I was like, that's what I want to do. But then as I got more into it, you know, my uh, taste kind of, changed from that realistic look to more of the illustrative and then i mm. you know discovered guys like jeff gogway okay. and you know there's like so many dope dope artists out there you just gotta like do your research and you'll, you'll find them <laughs> mm. now did you ever do graffiti uh I, I got up a little bit when i was younger in my teenage years you know okay. just some, yeah we got up did some throw-ups in alaska for sure mm. but i you know decided not to go that route just because you know, I got into some trouble with the law, not for graffiti, it's for a whole other thing. But after, you know, after that whole situation, I was just like, you know what, if it's mm -hmm. going to like put me in a position to be back in jail, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was like, nah. But, that's the danger with graffiti. But sure. at the same time, now thinking back, I was like, you know what, I could have just did it legitly. <laughs> but, yeah. then, you know, we didn't have that mindset yeah. back then. So, so but so do you do you now like kind of try to mix like any kind of graffiti style with your tattooing uh i mean 
Not necessarily. I, I don't you know, know if I've ever seen anybody do that. Maybe I'm sure I mean, somebody. Has. I feel like my the, the way I you know just like make my mark and my lines and stuff. It's gonna come based you know what I'm saying off of all my experiences you know. So it's gonna have that that hip hop soul in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna have that graph in it. You know, just automatically when I do like my script and my hand style, you know, because that's where uh-huh. it, com- it comes from. I, I believe you know for for that particular style. But everything else is like, well, I want to make it look legit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so like, what? It, I guess what do you think captures the hip hop like essence? I mean, you know, hip hop is the streets. You know, so you gotta make sure you gotta. It's gotta have that that soul and yeah, attitude kind of behind it. You know, mm-hmm. like your letters gotta have a certain lean to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, uh, it's. I'm curious because the um. Like, I feel like hip-hop kind of means something to everybody. Like, yeah. something different. And yep. so, like, uh, you know, obviously you're saying that it has some kind of, like, ruggedness to it, some rawness to it. And, yes. Um, and that's, like, what you'd strive to do. That Do you do, do you apply that to your dancing as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, with my dancing, is the, at this point, though, I feel like I've been doing it for so long, even though, like, compared to some, it might not be, you know, uh, it's been, like, over, what, 24 years for me. I mean, that's, a, that's a long time. But I then, mean, you know, we're looking at guys like Wigs and them, they're doing it for, sure. like, 40 years, yeah. right? So, it's like... They literally yeah. started when exactly, it started. So, exactly. So, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I mean, I don't think 24 years is something to laugh at, though, like, because... Well, I guess look at this, look at it like this. There's a lot of people that were breaking back you know, when Wiggles was like da- dancing and they quit. That's true. You know, and then maybe they come back or whatever later on or something. Yeah. But their their total years of actual dancing is like probably much less than 24 years. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, I never really like counted the years maybe yeah. until after like maybe, I don't know, you kind of hit like a like a checkpoint. I think like 10 years is like, oh, damn, it's been 10 years already. And next yeah. thing you know, oh, damn, it's been like 16. And I, then now it's like, oh, wow, it's been 24. <laughs> I was you never know? counting yeah. at all. And then someone brought it up to me and I was like, holy shit, I've been dancing for like 20 years. Like, yeah. I think it's like, I think in, at like 19 years and basically probably like t- 20, so you sometime around in like 2000, it'll be like. You started around 2000-ish. It would have yeah. been, uh, it was like. Two thousand one. Yeah, see, like when we, when yeah. I first started like really getting yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, I started in ninety six. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the the mills, it was actually they mm. were getting ready for a Halloween battle. Yeah, Halloween battle with another kid at school. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he was like, yeah, stay after school. I was like, All right. And then after that, actually, yeah, it's a funny story. So, yeah, since yeah, after that first, you know first experience i went home i was like i gotta learn this these windmills you know mm. so i practiced my ass off and learned two windmills mm. school dance came around which is probably only like t- like two weeks from that first practice or whatever mm-hmm. so they had their little battle and then you know how usually you know back then they don't they didn't count rounds you just go until someone gives up or whatever mm-hmm. and then there's usually that awkward break where both sides just kind of stop and the music's <laughs> still going that was like i was like yo this is my chance i'm like, i jumped in Boom, did my two windmills, boom, whoop, you know what I'm saying? Got up, yeah, I felt cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah and then, you like. swooped up all the honeys. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then you know, and then the, 
the whole you know exchange uh the, the battle just it continued again mm-hmm. and then like another awkward break came and i was yeah. like i'm gonna, I'm gonna do this shit again jumped in did my two windmills <laughs> bah, bah. got up <laughs> yeah yeah that's all i had, I had but, but i just i felt like jumping in the circle wait you know? so you learned wi- two windmills in like a week like it's like yeah it took me about two weeks that's crazy it was about two weeks <laughs> i learned how to do like a full you know, rotation and push you know, off again it's with hands obviously i don't know how long it took me to learn windmills but it was longer than two weeks yeah, I mean, I learned. Yeah, it wasn't good. They weren't good windmills, yeah, but okay. they, they felt good when I jumped in that cipher. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so that's definitely a moment I remember. Actually, I was rocking like a Cowboys jersey, Emmett Smith, oh, okay. some, some khaki dickies with some uh, Nike Cortez. And you were like twelve or thirteen? I was like thirteen, probably. Mm-hmm. I probably. Or maybe I was twelve actually, because yeah, I think I was twelve. Because okay. I was like a year early. Yeah, yeah I was in seventh grade. School, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. seventh grade. Dang. Kind of crazy. Yeah, you were battling out. And I, I, actually, I feel like in middle school, I knew how to do a worm. Nice. Or something. We were at like <laughs> a middle school dance or something. That was like when Too Cool, uh, what was it? You know, the wrestlers, um, Too Cool, uh, Scotty Too Hotty and that other dude, Shh, Grandmaster not. Sexy, <laughs> they used to like break in the like ring nice. as their like special move. I don't know. I don't know. We, me and my brother like love that shit, and so we were like, "Oh, we gotta get the worm now." We're breakdancers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go. Shoot, to I remember yeah, the first time I saw you guys. Yeah, actually, you didn't even break the first time I was at the fair. I don't think you jumped out. I didn't. No, I think I remember you. You was ch- you were chilling on the side, but the first time I really saw you guys get down was at that jam equilibrium. SF, where they had like a three-way battle at the end. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, you entered with me, right? No, I entered with, uh, it was me, Chai, Sky. Mm, that's right. Okay. uh, Yeah, the the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, river and data. Yeah, I can't remember who I was with. Yeah, there's a you. Me and Vince. Vince, obviously. I think it might have been like Victor or somebody. Oh, Victor, yeah. Probably. Yeah, it was Larry, like a five maybe. on five. Yeah, it was dope. Oh, Rod- Rodney was probably there. I remember too. you guys like came out with the routines. Your hair was fucking banging. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this dude wild out here. Like young crazy Cujo out that here. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I, I remember we like we did pretty good at that jam. Yeah, and then that's the first time I seen Dietrich get down mm-hmm. on the air flares in 2000. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's dope. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they won the jam, I think. Yeah, Dietrich's yeah, down. we uh, I think we got third. I guess that they're supposed to fly out three crews to New York to compete or something, but it never happened. Yeah, I mean, mm. that's the. So technically, of- we won too because like we were like you know the top three. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the story of like. <laughs> breaking jams is like actually you don't win fly. a prize you win uh and a, a chance to go out here oh wait to try to win another prize we didn't make that. any money on this jam so we don't have any money to throw the next one so yeah. it's all over you get no exactly prize. but i still have that flyer yeah. you do yeah. okay I I, you know it. i wish i would have collected flyers i know I some of them i was like man but yeah I, I kept that one just because that was my first time like i think entering a jam in cali and we kind of mm. we you got third place or whatever so mm. i was like dope yeah i uh i feel like um I wish I would have collected them because it's like I don't remember any of the jams I won. Damn, it's I know. Like, like I remember, like I remember who I battled. I don't remember the names. I don't remember like the plate. You know the place. Yeah, there's never any trophies. I'm kind of yeah, glad exactly. they did trophies it's now. Like, but here's a yeah. hundred bucks, and you freaking buy. You got to split it with five people. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you don't really have memories. I have maybe like three or four trophies, I think, that I have. And so I, it's like, you know, those are the only really memories that I have. I wish I would have saved the flyers and like yeah. something like, oh, you but won then, this jam or oh, you got smoked by this loser. 
<laughs> yeah, the jams. Yeah, the jams. They're definitely not the same for me anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't get as hyped about them unless they're like, you know, one that I've been planning on, you know, mm-hmm. going to. Why, why is that? I don't know. I feel like I've gone to so many over the years, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, now it's just like, okay, I, I've already kind of seen everything i needed to see that's kind of the you know? same feeling i yeah. had too or if i miss it i'm like ah, i could just look it up later if i really want to watch mm, it yeah I, the internet yeah. really kind of killed the like live vibe yeah like, yeah they because it's like yeah you, you there's like before the internet it it's like you if you want to see that battle you gotta be there and yeah, see or, it. otherwise yeah. you're not gonna see it for like a year <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean if you were lucky enough that someone rolled through and filmed it yeah you know, because most people didn't have a camera. You're not going to see that footage for a long time. And if yeah. no one filmed it, you're never going to see it. Yeah, again. exactly. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of battles that I, rem- I, I, I remember seeing in person. And they're just lost to time now. So it, it, it's kind of sad how that is. But now it's like, yeah, you yeah. just go on Looking the internet. YouTube, there, so there's no, like, sense of urgency to, to, to watch these Yeah, to want to be there, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And I mean, especially, like, right now, if someone's doing a jam, I would... Probably not go just because, mm-hmm. you know, there's the, the pandemic happening, you know? So, well, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, if there wasn't a pandemic, I would I would think the scene would be a little different. But um, actually, like now that there's a pandemic, um, like what do you think is going to happen to to jams to, and stuff? And jams? I don't know. I feel like some of the See. some people are still going to throw some smaller ones, mm-hmm. but the bigger ones, I feel like, I mean, I feel like people have time now to really work on their craft. So when they come back, you know, they should be a lot better. <laughs> I think there's going to be some people that are got really dope. Yeah. And then there's going to be hell of people that fell off. Yeah. You're probably right about that too. I mean, uh, I think, you know, everything's supposed to happen the way it, it will happen, you know, yeah. and I think it, it's going to be okay at the end of the day. You know? mm. I feel like yeah, the dope, uh, well, the jams that I, I normally like to go to are the bigger ones just because it always feels like a big family reunion. You know, you see like all the OGs and all the guys that you battled in the past or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, everybody you just kind of met through in passing and, you just, and it's, a, it's usually a dope vibe. Like at like freestyle session and you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I tend to not go to jams as often now because it's like I've definitely seen like so much stuff and I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily go out of my way when I know that it's just going to be the same old shit and the dopest thing is going to be on the internet I can go watch later. (laughs) So the times that I do go to a jam is when I know like my friends are going to be there and it's going to be a dope vibe. Like I know that the DJ is tight. Um, you know, stuff like that, you know, if, if it's some unknown DJ, some unknown promoter, some unknown whatever, it's like, eh, I can take it or leave it, you know what I mean? Like, if yes. I'm not busy that day, maybe I'll roll through, but I'll probably only stay for like an hour. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, uh, some of the jams, I mean, they're like, I think they should, they could be, you know, done better as far mm. as like viewing goes <laughs> mm. you know because sometimes like you know you don't want to be at an event for eight hours and you have to and there's nowhere to sit you know and like you have to sit on the in the corner of a dirty yeah. floor somewhere you know what i'm saying it's like dude that's the you know that's the challenge i think with like breaking as it like kind of moves into the mainstream and you know now that like uh, i think the olympics the breaking is in the olympics officially like th- th- breaking is going to become more uh like mainstream and so you're going to have to cater to stuff like that. But also yeah. you're going to have to wash off a lot of the grime with it, which like, you know, 
in some sense, it's a good thing where like, okay, now you got a place to sit and actually see battles, but also like the tight knit, like yeah. griminess of it is like literally what hip hop is. Yeah, know? exactly. And, so, and like, taking that off, there's a little. And bit then there's of stuff not gonna be lose. no ciphers, you know. So yeah, it's gonna be. Kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I feel like you know there are still gonna be those other jams where yeah. it's gonna be tight knit, you know, cipher like cipher addicts or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. saying all that. So th they're still gonna have all that. So. It should be okay, you know. It's it's gonna be a good mix. I think the Olympics is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It gives like you know another platform for b boys who work their asses off to shine. You know. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I guess in your opinion, um, with the Olympics coming, like, uh, do you think it's like uh, a good thing, a bad thing? I mean, obviously, you think it's a good thing, but like, do you see see any cons to it? Uh, no, at this moment, I haven't really put too much thought into it. Okay. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's a good thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it gives, like, you know, the more opportunities for young B-boys to, you know, make something out of themselves, then it's a good thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the opportunity is really dope. And I think having it on a big stage like that in front of people that probably have never seen it before yeah. like they might not even know it and maybe it's, maybe someone watching might get inspired to do it yeah. too and then they'll learn more about the culture and learn how to appreciate it yeah i so. think that's that's a yeah. really dope message to bring in i think everybody should really be behind that um but you know the, the thing that i i'm hesitant on is that like you know with the you know like what i was saying earlier is uh with the mainstream comes a little bit of cleaning it off so it's like yeah i don't I want I want people to see it on on the Olympic stage and be like, yo, I want to see what's up with that, and then go to like a freaking grimy jam and be like, uh, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so they get a piece of everything, you know? Because yeah. I'd hate for it to be like, oh, I love what they're doing in the Olympics, and that's all they want to do. Then it becomes like, yeah, just yeah, like gymnastics basically. Yeah, exactly. I, that, I think that'd be sad to see it move in that direction. Yeah, that would be kind of weird, actually. <laughs> I mean, but I think it's a really good opportunity, and it really comes from, um, you know, our community taking the reins of of uh, the Olympics and, and shaping it in the way that we want it to, to be viewed by people who have no yeah, idea. Yeah, and then, like, you know, all the competitors, they're all legit. Everybody's, like, dope and high level, so I don't mm -hmm. see anything wrong with it. I mean... It'd be whack if they just got, you know, some, like, beginners or something mm. up there competing for gold, you know. But, no, nah, this is, like, we're talking about real, you know, yeah. hitters. <laughs> yeah, so, it, yeah, it's a good thing. I, I think, like, I'm a little concerned with, like, uh, well, first of all, ju judging. Um, and then second of all is, um, is like, music. Mm. Because, you know, on a stage like that, they need, I mean, they're going to need to co get the copyright, um uh, yeah, that's not that's not my problem though. So well, yeah, sure, but <laughs> Luckily, but what, but yeah. I think it could become a problem if yeah. they're like, oh well, we can't clear any of this James Brown. Yeah, music. that would we be can't clear Any of this like yeah, that dope would be music. I think yeah, the music is definitely gonna be like a key factor, you yeah. know, because you gotta have the music. I and mean, if the music ain't right, then it's not right. <laughs> it would it would suck a lot if it just ends up being like you know this random ass producer and he just made. They just break into some kind of like some techno beats or something. Yeah, exactly. Randomly, yeah. Like remember, remember like, um, kind of like, like when we do Kings Breakers. Play some random ass shit. We or what, what was that one terrible song? Yeah. <laughs> boom <Yeah>. boom pow. <laughs> <laughs> but um but uh yeah, no, I mean like remember um the first BC one um, yeah, when they did the video, they had to play music they, over it. They just uh, dubbed I thought over that was the weird. Whole thing yeah. with, like weird like 
And then music it, I'd never heard of. And before. then it looked like people weren't even dancing to the music. Yeah, it I looked like they were all off. That shit was hella weird. And it looked like nobody was cheering for anything. Yeah, and, or, uh, or they were cheering for everything. It just yeah. it, it was like someone opened up Fruity Loops on their ca- computer and just made a shit ton of beats. Yeah, and just put it over. When like you this high when, level when you look at it now, yeah, it's kind of whack. But back at that time, you know, we were just it was just cool to have a fucking a dope breaking DVD. You know. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I actually have that one. Yeah, yeah I mean that's history right yeah. there for sure. But uh, I, I guess we were all inside the breaking community when that came out, and we we're like, oh, we obviously know all these dudes in this video are like dope, you know. Um, and we know that <laughs> this like whack ass music they just put dubbed over it is stupid, and it wasn't what was actually being played. But I'm concerned if you know some random kid who has never seen breaking before sees it and then he goes oh yeah this this is how you techno dance or whatever and um i mean i think you know if if their heart's in the right place and they really like you know get into it then eventually they'll they'll find their way you know mm-hmm. it's like yeah it, it might not have started that you know like the the right way but it, you know it's a it's a journey in itself man breaking you know eventually you're, you're gonna want to do the homework you're gonna want to find out everything about it you know mm-hmm. and then you know you, you kind of just yeah and then you'll start studying the right things mm-hmm. the right music and then you, you, you know you understand then mm-hmm. so what's the homework you would suggest to uh you know someone in that situation that they need to do? i mean i don't know i think for me it's just watching a lot of the same footage over and over because mm-hmm. all we had was two tapes back then you know it was yeah. like battle of the year and then maybe one freestyle session or something okay. but yeah when we had those two watching it wow. over my my yeah. shit was uh, Lords of the Floor. Uh, I watched. Yeah, that I didn't video even have that one. Literally like a hundred. We had times. Battle of the Year. Was it ninety seven? The one with Style Elements. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched we, that. We watched so that was like our times. main tape, and we even watched a lot. Even like yeah. to get hyped before practice, we watched yeah. Beat Street. <laughs> the oh, battle yeah, yeah. at Beat Just Street. Just that one little battle yeah. is crazy. Yeah, so I mean, we watched it, that. It's like all the legends. That's why I always try to get my windmills hella fast you know, from yeah. from watching that. But you, you think about it, maybe because the cameras didn't catch it because they were slower back then. It's like it looked faster. <laughs> maybe. I, yeah, huh? I don't know. I mean, I don't nah, know. they were fast. They there dope. was some legit breaking in that. Movie, yeah, that's just sure. still, it. I mean, still gets me hyped sometimes. I, actually, I get more hyped watching the old school stuff. To be, real. I, I do too. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't. There's something about just those. Something about it. Yeah, I don't know what, how to explain it really. But like when I watch like old battles, like um. Like uh, 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 Renegades versus uh, Style Elements at Radiotron. Yeah, like, that's there's something classic. about it where it's just like this unlimited length of battle that's just crazy. That just yeah, I mean yeah, everyone's just going at it. Yeah, and it felt like everything was more straight to the point. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays, I mean, the, it's dope now too. You know, the younger guys they do a lot of long rounds. You know, with a lot of like crazy content, but like your brain can only register so much of it. You know. So yeah. just like, man, that was a lot of cool stuff, but I only remember when he did that in 90 to a freeze or something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the long yeah. rounds is a weird thing to me. Yeah, because I'm still not quite used to it. it uh, you know, when I see someone doing like a one minute or two minute long round, I'm like, dang, dude, what is this all-star? And, I mean, sometimes, you know, they just want to show their stamina, I guess. They're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but see, I guess I'm more used to like when you would break in your prelim battle or something was freaking five rounds or something. Yeah, know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just the, the, their style, you know, and yeah. maybe that's how they felt in the moment. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, so, yeah. I, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I think it's. It, it is what it is, and it's. Um, you know, that's that's just what that's just where the competition world has kind of gone to. Yeah, I feel like you know the, the younger guys figured, like, well, 
we got to make sure we cover all our bases since mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you're going against somebody more experienced that's going to dance on you well you know what i'm saying now you got to outclass them in everything else or mm -hmm. something you know so so they just do in everything which i think is dope you know it kind of changed like the dynamics of how everybody puts their you know competition rounds together mm -hmm. you know? yeah yeah so um like what in your opinion like what is like what makes the like best b-boy that makes the best b-boy or b-girl that's kind of i mean like how would you compose that i mean if you were i feel like it always starts with the music obviously mm -hmm. they gotta be like connected to it or at least you know be listening to it mm -hmm. and when they're out there because it is a dance first yeah yeah but i feel like you know they just gotta be complete and you, you gotta be able to tell that you know they actually study it and like try to like get dope at every aspect at least you know not mm. just to me though you know because some people they just focus on one aspect and i think it's still dope but like you know it, that's only one aspect you know mm -hmm. yeah so the um so you think like like a uh i don't know better for yeah so like the complete b-boy would be someone who can do kind of a little bit of everything or? uh not just a little bit of everything it's more like he could do everything very very high level you know what i'm oh, saying okay. yeah okay, yeah. yeah but yeah, then yeah. still yeah be able to like you know just be in the moment you know it doesn't matter honestly i feel like anybody could feel like they're the best in the world at some point or another in a cypher where then they're feeling it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah it, it doesn't yeah, matter cause yeah. at that point they're just doing them and they're like on a whole nother level spiritually you know in a circle so it doesn't even matter man mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah no i I tend to like, I mean, definitely like those all around B-boys are dope and B-girls are dope. Um, but I, there's some, there's a, like a soft spot, spot in my heart for like these people that just, they're like incredibly good at like one thing or something. Yeah. You know, like someone like Rubber Legs, who's just like yeah. stupidly flexible, got yeah. crazy threads and stuff. Like, I just love watching that stuff. Yeah, I think that's dope. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, like. Yeah, is he the, the best b-boy in the world? He's the best at that. He's the best at doing that uh, well, so, for sure. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But back yeah. when he actually really was like battling and stuff, yeah. I mean, I seen him take down. Yeah, that dude is so. nasty, man. Yeah, I mean, he's he, nasty. That stuff is hard. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah, on, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, I, I love seeing that. And what, what I don't like is uh, that kind of like how the judging works is it doesn't favor that kind of mm, i mean you know judging anymore. is all just based off of you know that person's opinion you know mm -hmm. so yeah I mean, yeah it's like it's based off of yeah someone's opinion in the moment to the music so a lot of times if we're not at the jam sitting like getting the same view as the judges mm -hmm. you know it's going to be kind of hard to like you know judge the judges you know what I'm saying? whether or not you think they were right or wrong you know yeah, yeah. a lot of times it's, it's in the moment you know yeah judging i think is 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 hard because it's everybody has their own opinion on it and um ultimately the the you know you're judging art yep and i mean in essence you can't be wrong with an opinion about art yeah. but then everyone goes like that judge is wrong right there or that dude is wrong about well, what he maybe about the, that but yeah. it's, it's it's like that's not true it's more like that particular judge just decided they didn't like that or they did like that no. yeah we don't know what they're looking for in the moment either maybe they saw something that they really liked it could have been something so simple that they never thought of you mm -hmm. know and they're like damn that shit was high you know or yeah yeah the, or it could have been something simple as you know what 
both these guys is killing it. You know, let, let's see if they both execute and one person like scrapes a little bit or something. Then it could have just been that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you never know. It's like all in the moment. You know. I think either way, the it made them feel a certain way about it, and yeah. and that matters. I think in judging. Yeah, so I mean, when, don't, when don't. I see like. Uh, judging systems like uh, Dizzy's thing mm -hmm. where it kind of like doesn't really take into account that like that inner feeling you just had about yeah, that yeah. I feel like it's missing something you know what I mean I mean I actually like his system because it's kind of clear you know I like mm -hmm. uh, you know it has like one person judging just one certain thing yeah, you know I, I don't think it's bad I just think it's missing something yeah I think the, uh, what I noticed is now, I think yeah, that would probably kind of change the game a little bit because now yeah. people made sure they had some type of foundation, you know, they made sure they did dynamics and executed and made sure they battled. So I think it's good, you mm -hmm. know, all around. But yeah, it does kind of feel like, you know, it, it, it can be approved upon, you know. Mm -hmm. and yeah. it, I Like, I feel like every, every dancer has their opinion about the different categories that... Um, is in Dizzy's thing and I feel like they should all be judging on each of those categories and then also kind of giving like uh, maybe there should be another category about like feeling you know yeah like, this round made me feel a certain way and it was yeah but how how would you even like you know I don't know <laughs> how you do, I don't know how you score it but, but yeah uh, definitely it, 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 I mean that almost every jam every battle I judge it comes down to that it's, I mean, well obviously like if someone's just crashing I'm not gonna vote for them but like when you got two 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 um two dancers that are just killing it, and yeah. they both have different styles, like what breaks the tie? It's usually it's like now you got to kind of yeah. It's like in them. that moment you got to kind of remember everything they brought to the table mm -hmm. the whole night, and you're like, Shh. you know, you start kind of breaking down categories. For me, anyways, I'm like, all right, did they repeat? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's well, just let's like say they didn't things. repeat, they didn't crash, they didn't do anything. They all had about the same amount of stuff in the rounds it was stacked and then you well, one i don't one know it's like it's rare that's kind of it does happen but sometimes it's rare you know because like this that's always going to be like a difference in talent and level sure yeah, you yeah. know so like it's yeah i mean it might happen but that, that's pretty rare you know usually you could find something where it's like okay well you know what this dude was way more connected to the music mm -hmm. even though yeah you know i feel like that's like you know for me you know it, it comes down to that ranks really high, you know, when mm -hmm. I when I judge a competition. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's the other thing is is too is like um, with Dizzy's system, every little category is ranked the same. But yeah. I do feel like there's certain categories that should rank a lot higher, but like in particular musicality. I think dynamics should also be yeah, because yeah, you exactly. Know? Um, foundation. I almost don't think that should be a category. Everybody should have a foundation. Like, yeah, everybody <laughs> kind of has a foundation, yeah. and I mean, if you're saying like foundation equals footwork then maybe yeah. the category should, should be, be footwork, footwork yeah. or top rocks or something but foundation as a category i'm kind of like eh, what, what does yeah, that but, even mean yeah because everybody's foundation is different mm -hmm. you know like i based mine off in the beginning off of straight power moves you know yeah, exactly. yeah that's my foundation right i mean i would say i think i i definitely think foundation is miss construed in 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 the in the b-boy world because yeah. a lot of people I think go the, yeah it's it's uh it's found it's six step it's this and this and i'm like they, they mean fundamentals that's what they mean yeah, yeah fundamentals if you yeah. had a textbook of all the moves yeah like 
and you were to say that's foundation, I don't think that's right. I think it's just that's your dictionary of words you're allowed to use. Yeah. Right. And you just decided your foundation is that you decided all these words were like the ones you love to do to, to use in sentences. And that's your foundation. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they're talking about fundamentals, you know. Yeah. Tops. Footwork freezes. <laughs> I think what it's trying to get at is like vocabulary. Yeah. You know, you have a wide vocabulary of moves um, and styles, I guess, concepts. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I do like the fact that, you know, he kind of like, you know, changed the game a little bit by even adding like yeah. a, a judging system like that. You know, I think it, it, it's dope for like just like uh, people who don't, you know, break. Yeah. To kind of sit and watch like, oh, okay, they got points, you know, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. It, you know, yeah. it needs to happen for it to be you know like an olympic sport right because you need some quantitative way for somebody to look at it and be like oh yeah that guy won because of you know the scoring and if the scoring system doesn't make any sense like yeah, imagine you're watching about- a boxing <laughs> match and you give the score and you're like well i don't know how the hell they got that and then you you hear that oh yeah he you got um yeah high uh, scores because like that last dress fresh i don't know yeah like, yeah <laughs> you know that, that might be a category too you know i mean sure yeah. fashion or something as a category yeah. that'd be dope but like yeah boxing what you think about that tyson and uh jones fight the other uh, day man did you watch it yeah but i mean it's dope seeing how the hell was that a draw come on now yeah, yeah, yeah. it was not a draw you know tyson whipped that yeah <laughs> yeah I, it was, uh, I mean, it, it's dope seeing guys, like, legendary yeah. boxers, like, going at it. But, I mean, it's yeah. also 50-year-olds fighting. It, yeah, so. exactly. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop was like, yeah, like, like my uncle's fighting at the barbecue. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that was hilarious. Exactly. I mean, oh, it, it's man. still dope. I, it's dope. It's yeah. like it's like when you see um, Storm in that one battle um, when he was battling. Um, Legs. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like these it dudes dope. are legendary, and they're still killing it. But also, they're fifty. But if they said that was a draw, what, 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 how would you, you know, uh, would that a draw to you? you know After watch the battle. Oh no, yeah, I would have been like, nah, it's bullshit. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's, that's how I felt about the Tyson and Jones fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 but legs is, a, you know, a legend. You know what I'm saying? I think they called Ty just because it's like yeah it's not it, yeah. i don't think it was a real it wasn't serious yeah it, it was, was just like a, i don't know tyson looked like he was trying to knock him out i mean it, it yeah. was serious in in both of their minds yeah. but i think from it's an exhibition at the yeah, end of the it's day just yeah. an exhibition yeah. battle and they probably would have done better to not even score it just say fuck it but people were fighting. betting though see yeah yeah, yeah that's I guess why that's i'm true. like yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. betting they're putting like serious money on the line like come on that, that might be why they call draw they're like hey man yeah. Who, who bet draw? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. fucking commissioner or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I I would say looking at stuff like that, you know, it's you got to take it for what it is. Yeah, maybe they judged in the moment. They're like, it's a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. I mean, there's definitely some. He's questions. still standing. He hit him, but he's still standing. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a yeah. draw. You, know, you never know. Yeah, yeah no, I mean. It, but the the ambiguousness of uh, of a judging system that doesn't quite get to the point, uh, uh, you know, of what it's supposed to, you know, figure out is a problem. And so I think like if, you know, breaking in the Olympics is going to be a problem if yeah. someone can't follow it. Yeah, the judging. they're just gonna. I mean, we'll see. It's the first like official one, you know. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll just have to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah, and you know, hopefully they do it right, you know. And, yeah, yeah it, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea how it's supposed. Actually, I talked to um, what is his name? 
Daniel Zhu from Stance. Oh, yep. Um, and he, I guess he's on the commission or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, he came up, huh? He came from videography to commissioner mm-hmm. of the Olympics. Okay, I yeah. see you, Daniel. Well, I, mean, he, he, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. He's just part of their, like, group that's, yeah. you know, helping it but go along. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and so he was good. telling me about how the, they do the judging, and he said it's it's just basically one, two, three point. Oh. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, but they use, like, a little, like, um, yeah. you know, a little thing, to like a phone or whatever to score it or whatever so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see i think you know I, you know the competitors are definitely gonna bring the, you know that fire hopefully yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully i get inspired to you know, train more you know if it yeah. doesn't make me train more then it was whack <laughs> right <laughs> no. yeah no that, that's yeah. actually true yeah, yeah i mean that's that's the that's the ultimate um check on a, a battle is it yeah. did you get hyped off of it exactly. to want to train yeah. no all right that wasn't that tight then yeah because <laughs> i you know because you get hyped off of like old footage and stuff right and so if this new battle isn't getting you hyped like that i don't know yeah it's a little questionable but yeah hopefully i see some of the homies there you know because i know mm-hmm. like yeah morris will probably go um, hopefully that well I, actually i don't know uh, see, see, that's so long from now, though. It's I know. Like 2024. Four like, years. I mean, four years will go by fast when you think about it. But, like, I mean, well, when you're thinking about it, it seems long, but it'll go by fast because if you, yeah. you know, this whole year has gone already. This is 2020. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, where'd the year go? And this is the last month yeah. of the year. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, Morse will probably be. He'll be almost 40, probably, right? Yeah, he will be 40. He'll be 40. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I mean, I'll be like, 40. Think, I mean, think about that, though, right? Like, you'll oh, yeah. be. Yeah, like once that comes around, these little kids, these ten-year-olds that are doing like crazy '90s and stuff, they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, age yeah, to yeah. be like really killing it. Yeah, the uh, yeah the prime breaking age is yeah. Yeah, around like 17, 18, yeah. where you can re- break for eight hours a day, recover the next day, and do it again. Yeah. I mean, the news cycle of breaking is so short too, because like there'll be some dude or some girl that's on the hype train right now, and then. In like a couple months they're yeah. gone so yeah. like in life happens yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and so in three years there might be a whole new the whole like, new wave of like yeah wave of like new dope people yeah so. i wonder where that little russian kid's gonna be the guy with the 20 he's gonna win yeah, he already won yeah. i mean when he hit when he did yeah, like 20 uh, 40 i don't know how many was there's a lot of fucking 2000s he did <laughs> Wasn't it like 50 years ago? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, I think it was like 30 something. That shit's like, yeah. It's like yeah. one of those little toys you wind up, you put it there, and he's like, you know. When I saw that, I was just like, dude, he just freaking like bitch slapped literally everybody. Remember? It's yeah. Like, stuff like that was impossible back like, to yeah. us. We didn't even like think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that even real? It reminded me of when Tony Hawk hit the 900 and everyone was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then like, like not that long ago, a little kid did a 1080 switch or something. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I was exactly. like, what the fuck? He just yeah. like shitted on everybody. And he's like 10 years old or something. That's what I saw from that. I'm like, he just set a record like, you know, in his freaking basement or whatever. Yeah, that's just crazy. When he did a, he did this crazy move where he did um, a Lotus. He did a Lotus drill and he solved the Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh, and no, I was no, just no. like, God damn. Like, what do you do yeah, if know. someone did that in a battle? Like, I'm like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, hey, he better man. dance. He's like, hey, he was not on beat. You know I'm about to rock this beat real quick. Popping's real good right <laughs> now. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like when Moy hit them six uh, air flares. Remember yeah, when he was a freestyle kid? session? Yeah, yeah. And freestyle session against style elements. Uh, that that was, was a classic moment. Freestyle yeah. session six, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I think was it five? Five maybe. Yeah. yeah. He did like six air flares and he did like a little one and a half suicide yeah. bomb. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And I don't think anyone was expecting. No one ever did that again. He should bring that shit back. He's got, a lot, he's got a lot of like Hello. old moves. Remember, yeah, yeah, the the like air baby one. 
I don't he know. He, he did like an inside like track. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I don't know what it was. He, he used to do this one where he'd um he'd air baby and then inside track. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that dude's been up. breaking for a long time too. Yeah, since very young for sure. He's he's a legend for sure. Who yeah. who would you say is like your top B like your top favorites? I mean, it's it's the classic guys always, you know. Okay. Like <laughs> Storm, Storm and Square, yeah. you know. Easy Rock. Easy Rock. Yeah. You know, Maurizio. Swift Rock. So you know, Swift Rock. And like all the classic guys. You know, even Mr. Wiggles is up there as mm. one of my favorite dancers of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, K-Mail. Yeah, you can mm. just name basically all the top hitters. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from back then. Those are all my, my, my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would say even Gumby. <laughs> God, that guy's so good. I don't, whatever happened to him? He still breaks. You Does see, he? he's on Instagram doing head spins and windmills. Like, you know, like, he never, like he never lost it. He still has it. I feel it. like the last footage I seen him in was, uh, he was, it looked like he was working like construction or something and he just started hitting hella head spins. Yeah. Just, just the same yeah. way he was in to like a he's kitchen, doing, huh? He's in the kitchen. And yeah. He's, and he's uh, just like going at it and, um, you know, he does uh, like uh, like tombstone ones and he's just like riding it like crazy. And I didn't even recognize him because he got kind of chubbier. And, and, yeah, like, and then as soon as he starts hitting it, I was like, is that freaking Gumby? That like has to be because there's nobody else who's like, like that head clean. Head spins is like one of those moves where like once you master it, uh-huh. it's a feeling. It's not even yeah. like you don't think about it no more. It's a feeling. So like... You know, when we, you know, once he starts happening, it's like, okay, I feel it. You just let go and you're just riding now. You know, it feels good. It feels like you're flying. I remember when we were younger. Mm. Yeah, when we st- started practicing head spins, it's like I remember. Yeah, we had that. Yeah, just practicing th- eight hours straight, just straight head spins. Think- passing the helmet back and forth. <laughs> Do you think you'd still have good head spins at like? 60 or 70 Shoot, hopefully hopefully i'll be able to walk <laughs> yeah. the breaking takes a lot of t- you know on your body but that is a yeah. big concern for sure i mean hopefully yeah that'd be dope man i would still rock it if i could still do it at 60 but yeah even yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i i'm concerned with my body <laughs> but i mean i guess looking at storm and stuff and seeing them i mean how old is storm he's 50 I, yeah, probably getting close to that age. Like yeah. seeing him and how like spry he still is, like that's good news. Yeah. I think for sure. So I definitely am more like aware now. I think the past couple of years, you know, and definitely like, you know, wanting to take care of myself more, so that way I can have more longevity with the dance, you know, and not just the dance, but just in life in general. Because you know, I, I don't want to like, I want to be able to take care of myself when I'm old. You feel me? Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean. T- t- that's one of the main things I feel like people mess up is uh, like the priorities don't include uh, like health, you know, mm. and, 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 um, but at the end of the day, like that's like the first, the, 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 the only thing you really have, uh, you yeah. know, at, at least that's the first thing you need yep. to have anything else. Right. Yeah. Your health is your wealth, man. I learned that from like being injured so many times yeah. that you can't even walk like, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, you, when <laughs> you, just sucks. like as soon yeah. as you have like, couple like pretty scary like injuries and stuff you like really flip your you flip your you learn own. to appreciate it a lot more that's for sure yeah, yeah. i mean there, there's been a bunch of wake-up moments i've had about that and like so when i see footage of like you know motherfuckers like standing up at the top of the thing jumping down and suiciding oh you know, yeah. Video I'm talking yeah, about? yeah 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 oh when yeah, you see that, that shit i'm just like god damn, like, that damn guy, that guy, yeah he's not normal <laughs> 
you're gonna regret that, my dude. I don't know. He, you know, he might have practiced that. He probably has some like, like you armor on or something. Won the jam or something. Like, that hopefully, yeah, he got a prize, at least a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, I mean, like that's, dude, that's a lifetime of pain, and it'd just be the funniest shit if like he did that, and then the the judge is just like, yeah, other guy wins. He repeated. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you just broke yeah, yourself off yeah. for the rest of your life uh, and still lost. <laughs> yeah. That dude was tight, though. But. Yeah, he did some shit. He's crazy. You know, some, he, you know, some, uh, he made some noise, though. At the, he he, he went it. viral. He made some noise. So. Yeah, he Shout out it, to him. Yeah. He might have killed his body, too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so when I see stuff like that, it just it makes me go like, oh, man, I feel like, like you know, I, I, I understand your heart, but you also got to uh, yeah. really think about your, your, your future a little bit because... Yeah, not, you're not gonna be this uh, nimble like later on, and that yeah. might be mm. <laughs> something that, cre- that creeps up back to you. You know, yeah. I want to start like you know messing around with some yoga or something, start stretching again. You yeah. know, yeah, I mean, because I, I I messed around like a couple times, mm-hmm. and it felt you know it makes you feel a little lighter. You know, it makes mm-hmm. you feel good. But yeah, just overall, just being more consistent with stuff like that, stretching and taking care of my health. I think. Mm-hmm. It's something uh it means all like younger dancers should consider too even now you know why not get as flexible as you can while you're young you know because mm-hmm. it's going to be harder when you get a little older that's yeah, for sure well, definitely when you're younger and you have like less um obligations and stuff yeah. it's like you don't want to just fuck off and do nothing and, and just be a bum like you have there's a you have the the such a great amount of time to really grow yourself so like if you have it focused and stuff you can do so many things like yeah. You know, like that little Russian kid, like that, he could be over there playing with blocks, but instead he did 30 90s. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So he learned how to solve a Rubik's Cube on his head. That's ridiculous. No, that, that kid is that crazy. He already Photoshop. won. That shit was Photoshop. No. Seriously, when I seen that kid break, I was like, dude, we, we live in the Matrix or something. Cause like this kid just found the cheat codes. Yeah. It was just, like, remember when we seen that, that Chico or Seiko? Yeah. Remember he did like 2090s and we're like, oh shit. But yeah, he yeah. kind of just like. When I first saw yeah. that, I was like, he's using cheat codes. Yeah, like, this like, is how? impossible. How? Like, how? Cause Even the, cause, now, if I saw it, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, because the closest I think anybody had to that before it's was. Like, Little Caesar was six, not, six. It was like six or seven. Yeah, or and that shit was and amazing. And then, yeah. Yeah, and it, that blows your mind. And then yeah. you see this dude do 20 and you're like, what in the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, just this huge gap of. <laughs> I feel like with 90s and 2000s, like, if you get past three, it's going to look dope no matter what yeah you yeah, know for sure yeah it's like yeah two two's two's eye you know one is like eh. yeah Man, anybody no, can hit one, don't hit one. yeah you gotta hit, you gotta <laughs> hit, hit two at least, at least. yeah you one props, that, you gotta hit three yeah <laughs> three is like okay props anything plus is like oh shit if you're uh, doing 20, it's like, oh, hell no, I'm, I'm, I quit. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what you'd even do. Yeah. Like, if I'm you're like, battling man. that little kid with 30 90s, like, what would you do? Because that's, that's, that's round one. Yeah, he's, he's doing like 30 30 90s, 90s, crowd's going crazy. He's going to be like, Fuck. <laughs> you're like okay uh, well, you know maybe i could top rock this around and then he nah. comes out and does yeah, Rubik's nah, if you catch that in the first round <laughs> it's, it's dude a, i'm just gonna good night you know yeah, like, you're going like, home hey, you know what i do is uh you just nah i just i'll still come out and rap but then you already know it's game over you know yeah right. i mean as soon as he steps on i do the queen's gambit and just go <laughs> yeah just shake his hand <laughs> <laughs> i'm out you, you win yeah. i will not be humiliated today yeah. <laughs> nah at the end of the day i mean that's got to be something that you do that he doesn't that high level you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? just do what you do at the end of the day you know? yeah definitely 
Because oh. who knows? Maybe that one judge is like, okay, all he did was 2090s. You know, he didn't do no <laughs> top rocks. <laughs> he might have that one judge. Yeah, like, no. I mean, yeah, yeah definitely because it's an art. The art means something. Yeah. So if you're not like, if the art is not in the forefront of what you're doing, like you're probably missing the picture, right? In my opinion. So, um, yeah, there's definitely something to that. Um, so with that being said, um, before we close the show out, do you have any other creative hobbies? Creative hobbies, man. I've been working on the house lately, you know, okay. trying to like, uh, shoot, when Matt came through, we built uh, like a little partition wall and then, mm. you know, so we put some style into it, changed up the width of each board. It looks tight actually, <laughs> yeah, slide through. I know you'd be working on some yeah. stuff too, so. No, I like building stuff. Yeah, I might need you to do some measurements or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's dope, no, yeah, you yeah. just bought a house and you're like yeah, fixing yeah. it up, yeah, no, it's. I mean, yeah, you know, just doing little things to kind of personalize it and you know, make it better than what it is, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, other than that, other hobbies, you know, I like, shoot, building cars. Mm. Oh yeah, that's yeah, I right. I picked up a little project car and been lo losing a lot of time hopefully not wasted time but losing a lot of time in the process of just rebuilding it learning how to just learning everything i basically took the whole car apart and put mm. it back together you know Are you engine and everything like yeah. oh shit that's that's yeah. hell it was a lot of fucking work it was like a lot of work a lot of long nights a lot of greasy hands yeah. <laughs> what kind of car is it it's just a little accurate you know oh, okay, okay. it's a little racing like, you know, rice little, rocket yeah it's a little you know race car you know but drifting yeah the engine looks dope right you're now gonna go hit up swell i'm gonna keep the outside kind of beat up looking so it's a oh, sleeper, yeah. you don't you know? want to get yeah. jacked <laughs> yeah that's the thing yeah. is like you get a nice like rice rocket in sack like someone's gonna mm -hmm. jack you sure i got the club everything and it's locked locked down <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. i feel like working on cars i can't i couldn't do that yeah i mean yeah. I, I every time i need to do some car work I go, uh, I could do this, or I yeah, can learn how like, to do this. But like once also, you start wrenching, though, it's like now you're, it's just wrenching. It's like everything, you know, in the car has a place, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, there for a reason. So it's like, yeah, once you kind of understand that. And you have if you have the tools, it makes it a lot more smoother. Yeah. You know, tools and a lift because I'm at the shop over at my boy's shop. Shout out to Lore Auto Patch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just remember uh, I had to change, like, an oil gasket. And I had to take off my timing belt. I had to, well, I had to take off my wheel. Yeah, you got to take, take off all kinds of the shit. timing belt from that side just to get to this gasket. The gasket cost a dollar at Craigan or whatever. Um, and, you know, it took me hell long to get it in, you know, out, put the gasket in, close it up gotta retime it it took hell long and i was like man yeah it's a lot of work it's where's definitely, my bike at yeah it's a lot of work <laughs> sometimes like you know what i'm just gonna take this to the pros and let them yeah. work on it but see they were gonna charge me hella money for yeah. it so i was like dude i gotta do this myself because yeah. that gasket's a dollar mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it yeah. also killed like, but now you Saturday. see why they charge so much you know for real, like damn that's a lot of work it's like an all-day yeah. event basically yeah <laughs> it was an all-day event for sure and me it was me and my brother and my dad i think that was working on it so it was like a lot of work to do but yeah fuck that shit <laughs> get a bike yeah, get an uber yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could get another car at yeah, that moment. yeah no i mean i need i basically just needed to buy a new car yeah. and i would rather buy a one dollar gasket and waste my life yeah it's cool but you learn something new and then now if, yeah. if, if it ever needs it you know you know how to do it so that's true yeah i definitely learned some stuff well with that being said, bro, thanks for being on. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, this yeah. was dope. I mean, definitely learning about tattoos. So maybe next time you'll see yep. me with you'll some have face some, tattoos. Or some ass tattoos. <laughs> some butterfly ass tattoos. Yeah. So, all right, you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. 
Sorry, this show sucks. Peace. Uh, peace, motherfuckers. <laughs>